If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. What's up, everyone? How you guys doing? Welcome to episode 835. Don't forget to stay tuned, man. We are now on YouTube. The rest of the show, it should take you right over to the Motorcycle Madhouse Radio YouTube channel. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button over there and all the notifications, man. Very important for it to start streaming for you. If not, you have to uh, hit play, man. Extra step. You don't need that in your life. Anyway, today's bike, we got Wesley Miller's 2001 hardtail, baby. Ain't she looking just sweet? See, the problem with me, though, is I'm old and them hardtails will kill me. Kill me. Uh, it has, let's see here. I'm going to go down the list what it has here. It's a sporty 1200, uh, and that was with his father uh, at his shop last year, but that's not the picture that I put up there. Uh, he bought it as a basket case, took it over a lift, and built it into a badass sporty man it has a dual disc iron horse front end 21 uh, chrome front 17 out back custom one piece exhaust uh extended tank uh cyclops uh led headlight uh chain driven conversion rock on man and he built it with his dad and that is just awesome that you can spend that time with your father, your brother, sister, even a daughter sitting there building a motorcycle, man. You know, that's old school right there when you used to sit in the garage, have a couple beers or some whiskey with your buddy, smoke up, you know, I don't know what I mean, and just sit there and make something out of nothing, a basket case. And that right there is a gorgeous sickle. And uh, man, Man, oh man, I wish I could ride a hardtail again, but I'd die. I would, I'd die on it, man. You know, maybe 50 miles, I'm sitting there, I'm then walking with a cane and stuff. Just can't do it, man, just can't do it. Anyway, in the news today, we have uh, some word on the guy that was charged out of that Mongols and uh, Goose, and I think a a couple other clubs were there, uh, that shooting in the Ozarks. And I am furious right now. Biker caught with some fentanyl stuff. And in the second half of the show with China Dow, we're going to be talking about that in depth, man. In depth. Sad state of affairs with that. But first, some good stuff right here. Motorcycle Club donates tabs to help Ronald McDonald home and other news let's see here other news i don't know man they probably put other stuff down there not the best title in the world uh september is childhood cancer awareness month and one survivor is helping a group of veterans you know what them kids i really never understood just how strong they were until 
my grandson was born with spina bifida. Uh, he has the worst kind, uh, trach, all that type of stuff. Been through all kinds of surgery. And he wakes up with a smile every day. He's a little warrior, man. My little cub, as I call him. These kids that are living with these deadly illnesses show all of us adults how to do it, man. The strength. Uh, the Militia Veterans Motorcycle Club gathered at Spearfish to present all of the aluminum tabs collected by the club members. All is done in order to help 12-year-old Grayson, also known as the Pop Kid Rock and Roll. He collects aluminum tabs throughout the year to donate to let the Ronald McDonald House in Demmer, which provides housing support to families who must travel to get medical care for their children. That's one thing I like about St. Jude's, man. They take care of the parents, the kids. St. Jude's is just a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. Uh, for the past three years, the militia has helped and donations come in from various chapters and businesses across the state. Quote, one thing I can say in western South Dakota is that local communities here are very, very helpful. This according to Randy uh, Huntington, a member of the North Hills of the Militia Veterans Motorcycle Club, and the man who originally started collecting, quote, people love to donate, people love to help. So when we go out and talk to some of these local bars and businesses, they immediately join us. That's bikers right there, baby. Motorcycle clubs. Everything that uh, is good about the scene is right there on how they help the family. Very good stuff there. Very good stuff. Uh, let's go to this right here. Kind of had me upset. Kind of had me upset here. Because this is not what bikers are. This is not what MC members are about. This out of Fox 11, Los Angeles, biker arrested for alleged possession of fentanyl, Westminster PD by CNS uh, author. A routine attempted traffic stop of a biker in Westminster turned up some fentanyl and uh, amphetamine. Uh, at about 1 a.m., a police officer tried to pull over a motorcyclist in the area of Brookhurst Street and West McFadden Avenue for vehicle code violations. The biker failed uh, to yield. A pursuit began, ending in North Houston. Now, the rider allegedly had 1.5 ounces. 1.5 ounces of fentanyl, and 23 grams of amphetamine. And he was arrested on suspicion of felony evading and possession of narcotics. Now, 1.5 ounces is not personal use. If it is, you're you know going to be laying on a slab right there. This country has such a bad fentanyl problem that it's ridiculous. And it's not cool when you have a motorcyclist, biker, whatever you want to call it, carrying this kind of stuff or dealing with this kind of stuff. Because it's this kind of stuff that makes 
everybody look bad. This is what gives the public the perception that bikers are nothing but low-down, dirty, freaking drug dealers, or they get involved with the, the women trade. It ain't cool. And us in the biker community should say it out loud. This isn't cool. If you do something like this, don't let it be associated with us. Because you're nothing but a jackass for this kind. You know, later on the show, we're going to be talking about they now have colored fentanyl pills to attract the younger kids. Do these people not have any damn humanity in them? Any morality in them? It's sickening. And it's sickening that it happened with a biker. Makes us all look bad. Now, there is a, it looks like, an ending to what happened uh, in the Ozarks. Charges were dropped. Uh, You know, they're calling a gunfight, but there was shootings. Uh, Let's see here. Charges against Tonkaway Compounder related to the fatal shooting at Blaine Curley in 2021 Of course, they're going to call it a biker gang-related gun battle. You know, you have to put in there something like that in order to get uh, some notoriety. Well, hell, I'm covering it, so it worked. Uh, That, at least, is what everyone has been assuming since the two felony assault and armed criminal action charges against Ponder no longer appear in CaseNet. Missouri Statewide Case Repository for Criminal and Civil Cases. Typically, when charges against the individual are dropped or the individual is found innocent in court, the case file is removed from the public-facing side of CaseNet. Now, it sounds like this is all, you know, conjecture and assumptions, so I don't know if it's over or not, but I'm just going off of what they said. Uh, the Lake Expo has spoken with a source familiar. You know how it's funny how they say a source or unidentified source? Familiar with the uh, situation who confirmed the charges have been dropped. It's unclear whether the charges could be refiled at a future date. So as far as of now, they're saying that the charges were dropped. Of the major development for a much-buzzed-about case at the Lake of the Ozarks, prosecutors are not saying a word. Holy cow, the first time I ever heard them shut their traps. Because usually they're the ones out in the media trying to, you know, (laughs) get themselves, you know, some notoriety for elected office. You know what I mean. Uh... Earlier this year, Lake Expo learned Miller County Prosecutor Ben Rimfrey had turned the gun battle investigation over to the Cole County Prosecutor. Locke did not return a phone call, and the Cole County Prosecutor's Office repeatedly said they would not comment on the case. Now, they also reached out to Ponder's family members, and... I guess another one, Daniel uh, Cutsborn, 38... Uh, is charged with unlawful possession, but nothing's been said to that. Uh, Then they go into the gang connections, as they usually 
uh, do with uh, how this all went down, Mongols, Goose, uh, Drifters, stuff like that. And, you know, then they show the video right here uh, of what happened, or, you know, the fallout, the retaliation, the whole nine yards when it comes to that case. So, who knows right now? This is what they're reporting, and we'll see what's uh, really happening when the... They got more facts to it, if you will. That's the thing that these newspapers or whatever put out these stories. They don't have all the facts with them. Sad state of affairs. But what do you guys think about a biker being accused of something as bad as having that much fentanyl on them? That's just pure craziness. And it's actually sickening that, that he is even called a biker. That is not a biker. A biker is what you've seen in the first story with the guys helping out the, the kid who wants to give the Ronald McDonald house. Charity, helping the community. That's what bikers are all about. That's what they're all about. Not that nonsense that you're seeing in that story that they put out. Anyway, we're going to go over to the second half of the show. Stay right here. You should be taken over to the Motorcycle Madhouse Radio YouTube channel. And don't forget, you got to subscribe. You got to hit the notification bell. That way it plays automatically or you have to hit the play button you will be taken over there also you can listen on our discord server on the radio all that good stuff well with the radio app we're redesigning it that way we can make it available to apple uh users and it's taken a while as usual but we're trying to get that uh right there just listen to insanethrottletv.com if you can't get it so let's go over welcome china doll in the house baby What's up, everyone? How you guys doing? It's Taco Tuesday today, or what China Dow would say, it is Cooter Pocket Day. How are you doing, China? Looking good today? Got a nice bandana on? You got your makeup on? You're making me jealous. I actually, like, I'm the ugly one here. <laughs> uh, you've always been the ugly one? No! Age before beauty. You're an old lady, okay? Why, why you always got to call me old? We are the same age. No, we're not. Oh, my God, really? You're 49. I'm 48 right now. So? So that means what? That you look old and I look good. Yeah, but what's that mean right now? It oh, means I'm older than you that you're older than me oh, and deal. I'm the pretty one here. Big deal. Big I am deal. the pretty one, I have to say. I'm the one who looks good on camera. You know, they say they say that Hollywood is Hollywood. Okay. <laughs> In your mind. So, Cooter Pocket over here, you having a good Taco Tuesday? I don't know. I've only been up for like freaking an hour. I've been up since three preparing for this show. We will be having call live-ins as well today. Let me know your uh, thoughts on some subjects here that we're going to cover. The first one we're going to cover, 
I'm going to jump right into, and that is the fentanyl crisis here in America. And we just covered that story with that idiot who they had to call a biker, had 1.5 ounces of the crap on him, which is not personal use shit. That You know what he was doing with that. Distributing it. He was distributing it. Yup. And I can't stand sometimes when the media hits on us bikers because of some asshole that was out there doing something on a motorcycle. And he ended up in a police chase. They ended up getting some amphetamines and all that good stuff. And now, like we talked before, they have colored ones to target kids. Rainbow fentanyl. Rainbow fentanyl. Why is, do you think these people have any morality? Uh, absolutely none. Because I think they made the rainbow fentanyl just to target kids. And there's some things that people do not understand when it comes to fentanyl. Fentanyl is a synthetic opiate that is 50 times more potent than heroin and 100 times more potent than morphine. Now, heroin used to be the drug of choice. Used to be. And everybody knows the lives that heroin can destroy. I had to go through it with a family member. And it was craziness how it really affected him. It was craziness. Stealing from your own uh, family, friends. That's what it does to you. Yeah. It makes you stupid. Yeah. And that's one of the things I know in the club scene that is not accepted. If you, Well, it used to be that way, where if you shot up with a needle, you were gone. Because you cannot trust them people. Remember that? We had to have our house, you know, like security when, he, you know, he came over. Oh, yeah. I had to put everything that was worth money in it locked up. And that's not something you're supposed to do. Not with a family member. No, not with a family member. Mm -mm. I, I'm glad because he went to prison mm. and he woke up after he got out of prison and it's been uh, over a decade that he's been clean. He don't want to go near the crap anymore. Yeah. But the thing, you know what? I enjoy weed. Okay. I enjoy a little, you know, Mary Jane, me and her get uh, together and have a party. But I do not understand why people have to take it the next step. They go to cocaine. Once they get on cocaine, they go to heroin. And now this fentanyl crap? I don't think people understand that it's so lethal. It Did is. Did you know that two milligrams of fentanyl equal, is equivalent to 10 to 15 grains of table salt? Holy and that crap. is considered a lethal dose. Well, you're dead. And you see how small the grains of salt are. Yeah. Picture just 15 of those little tiny things. And they'd wipe you out. And it's lethal. And if you don't get that, what, that Narcan or whatever it is? Narcan. Narcan? Yeah. You're dead. Yep. I, I have not been paying attention. And that's what's even worse. The purge law. Everybody's talking about that. In Illinois. Yeah. In Illinois, the it's purge law. It's no longer law. the safety act. It's called the purge law. It is called the purge law. Yeah. Now, can you imagine? And they, they're letting drug dealers out now. Yeah. These idiots that are killing all kinds of people. Yeah. I've actually lost friends to this crap. 
And it pissed me off. And I think people need to pay more attention to when you're buying like even weed. You can't off even buy street. weed. Well, if you do buy weed off the street or Coke or your heroin or whatever, there's a high likely chance that it's got fentanyl powder in it. They're cutting cocaine with it now. Yeah. You can do and one line. You can do co- one line of coke, and it's going to end up killing you. And now they're cutting uh, heroin with it. Yeah, and that is something that I never thought would happen. When you cannot go out and buy weed, we're lucky here in Illinois that we got dispensaries now, because I'd never buy it off the street. It's just it's just gotten ridiculous. And I have to ask if any of our audience knows anybody that overdosed on this crap. This fentanyl was supposed to be used as pain medication, Mm -hmm. and now it's being uh, synthetically made by drug cartels, China. It's all coming over our southern border. Because they want to open the border. Mm -hmm. They're jackasses. That's who we got in charge of this country is King Jackass. You know, they didn't like it the other day. Martha's Vineyard's rich place. Mm -hmm. You know, President Obama, he lives there. And they sent 50 migrants over there. Now, these are the same people that want to open up sanctuary cities all over the place. Oh, well, welcome them in. Until DeSantis and Abbott send their asses to Martha Vineyard. Boy, the hypocrisy. Well, how bad is it when during the Queen's funeral, our own president got booted to the 14th row? That's because America has no respect anymore. We're weak. And you got to call it as it is. We're weak because all these woke liberal elite idiots have destroyed this country it's not the same country we grew up in and now you have weak-minded people that have to turn to these drugs of fentanyl i'm talking about now heroin in order to ease their pain i would never be able to now one minute be able to Think about taking a fentanyl or heroin. Weed's enough for me. You know, the weed I get from the dispensary, man, I'm seeing God. Okay? Me and him have conversations. And when God's not around, I see Buddha. That's all you need is, a, you know, it's a natural plant. But when you get into the synthetic shit, how could you even take a chance with your life? Now, you have a lot of statistics on this stuff, and I think the reason why we're covering this is, one, it is a crisis, and two, a biker got busted with this crap. And now the news media is going to blame our asses and blame clubs that we're a bunch of drug dealers. It pisses me off. Well, according to the CDC... 107,622 Americans died of drug overdoses in 2021. 
and 66% of those deaths were related to synthetic opiates like fentanyl. Holy shit. Are you kidding me? That's how many overdoses there were? In 2021. And 60-something percent was from fentanyl? 66%. Yep. You know, that's astronomical, man. It says the drug poisonings from fentanyl are, are the leading killer of Americans between 18 and 45. So they're targeting the kids even more with these damn rainbow ones. The rainbow-colored ones, which we've covered once, uh, they basically look like spree candy. If anybody remembers the old school spree candy, mm-hmm. they look identical to spree candy, and they're, like, they're the size of Skittles. That's just as worse as when you were talking about when you were in college that you used to have, what, pill parties? Farm parties. And what they would do is what? Take all the drugs, prescription drugs, out of their parents' house or their own drugs prescription drugs and you'd empty the bottles into a big huge bowl and people would just grab them by the handful that's how ignorant kids are yeah that was big when i was in college that's ignorance that's just like these idiots that uh sniff and huff the spray can stuff oh yeah that was a big thing when i was growing up i guess it's still a big thing that was a big thing when i was in high school now my question is this that's why you can't buy all these stupid. That's why you get carded for spray paint. That's why you get carded. Now you get carded in some states for freaking ready whip out of the can. That you do. Yeah. But my question is this. What? About the purge law. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to let some drug dealer that's pushing hardcore fentanyl gets busted with, say, 1.5 ounces like this dickhead did you're gonna let them out of jail no bail they're just getting tickets just getting tickets they will be issued a ticket that tells them when they're supposed to go to court but who's to say they'll go and what's even more funnier is with this purge law gun sales went through the roof here in illinois yep There's going to be a lot of dudes getting shot out here. Well, that's because they told you time and time again that after the first of the year, basically the cops are useless. There's no point in calling the cops. You know, I bust on cops nuts all the time. But one thing I do know is you need them or there's going to be anarchy. Yep. You know, bikers understand that, hey, it's our job not to get caught doing what we're doing. There's that line and stuff like that, even though some of us really have nothing for them, the general public needs it. And to say that you're going to give a drug dealer or something just a ticket, that's it's it's insanity. And then you got fat boy, J.B. Pritzker, (laughs) I call him Prickster, out there trying to sell that this is better for everybody. Who the hell are you kidding? He'll learn. It's not that he learns. It's that these rich people, because he's a billionaire too, and that's why I, I, I never understood until recently that these billionaires who run for offices that only pay him a couple hundred grand a year, all they're in for is power power over you and 
you keep voting for them. You have these morons in Chicago, in New York, L.A., all the major cities that continue to vote for these people. They are so ignorant and so sad. You I was proud as hell with. You're about ready to register to vote. And you know the issue issues. Yeah. Have you known anybody who's uh, OD'd on this fed and all crap? No. Mm-mm. How about heroin? No. Wow. You're sheltered. How am I sheltered? I live with you. Yeah, but you're sheltered. You don't know. Well, you're not from that kind of area. No. I got to give it to you. I didn't grow up around this kind of stuff. None of this crap was around when I grew up. Like, half the people, like, weed wasn't even a big thing in my town. Mm-hmm. I mean. How the hell can't weed be a big part, man? Where I grew up, you see a biker go through, you're wondering why is he in your town? Because it, it was just the leisure bikers in our town. It wasn't, you didn't see patches or any of that stuff going you through You know what? Town. You're very serious there. Yeah. Because when we rode through, mm-hmm. the looks I was getting. Mm-hmm. I told you. And I was like, why is all these people looking at me like that? Because we're on a bike. There's... They go down the main roads, but you'll never see them on the back roads. And we were on a lot of back roads. And so we were getting looks because it's not known in that town. What would you tell people in your town? Let's hear China Dow spiel here. What? What would you tell people in your town about bikers? They're just like you. And what if they come back and say, well, all I've been hearing about them That's because you're listening to media and you need to stop listening to the media and you need to just wake up and smell the freaking coffee and realize that a biker is just like you. Has a a family. A biker has a family. That's why you need to watch out for the bikers because guess what? You freaking people riding around in your freaking cars and trucks and, and, and all, all these, I don't know, what do you guys call them? Cagers. Cagers. Well, they're not paying attention to where it makes it 10 times harder. And I'll tell you what, in, in where I grew up, they don't pay attention to that kind of stuff because they just want to get to point A, from point A to point B. And they're always in a freaking hurry, which it's stop and go traffic in that freaking town because it's a huge town. Hmm. But they're not paying attention. So if there's a bunch of bikes that go through there, they'd be panicking. Really? Yeah, they'd freak out. They wouldn't have a clue. All I, you know what, what I try to do is tell people that bikers are grandfathers, fathers, mothers, daughters that have everyday problems just like you. And they might not dress like you. They might not act like you. And the town that I grew up in, the way I can say it is, is a biker works 10 times harder than any of the people that I grew up with. Oh, I don't doubt it. They have money in the town I grew up in because, you know, okay, yeah, a lot of them did work for it. But most of them in the town I grew up in, it it was given to them. What's funnier, though, in a town like yours, there's probably more fentanyl and heroin use there than in the neighborhoods. I mean, I haven't been in that town for a long time, so there probably is. Or, you know, they on cocaine and stuff like that. I'd probably say more like cocaine. Because that's the rich man's drug. Mm. But the appearance 
of what this guy did. Now, that's all over the place now. Which is also going to make bikers look bad. It's going to make them look bad. And we got to push back against the media with this kind of coverage. Hey, he was a jackass. He was an asshole. There's always we one, don't support it. There's always a dumbass in the bunch. Always. I mean, always. There's always a dumbass. And they're going, and those that that one dumbass that's in the bunch is usually going for personal gain. Exactly. In my opinion, they're not thinking of like if they're in a group. I I don't know. They're not thinking of everybody else. They're out for just themselves. Mark uh, in the uh, chat just said he lost his brother to fentanyl and heroin last year. Two months after his dad passed away. I'm so sorry to hear that. How are you? You know, my question, Mark, is how was or how did it affect your family why he was on that fentanyl and heroin? How did you guys deal with something like that? You know, I I couldn't imagine you know, my family member overdosing, but it was at the point, and you were involved in this. Yeah. We just couldn't help him unless he wanted to change. Yeah. So it's. And, and, and he got himself busted. Oh, yeah. He got himself busted. But he came, he became a pro at stealing shit. Yeah, he did. Because a lot of times, uh, you know, I mean, he was stealing from his own mom. And a lot of times she didn't even realize stuff was gone until like a month or two oh, later. Oh, we almost beat him to death. Because, I mean, he was stealing jewelry. He was stealing electronics. You name it. So anything that was worth money, he was stealing. If you guys want to call in on this subject for this topic, 847-957-1656. The number's on the screen right now. How do we beat this? I think people just need to pay more attention. I mean, you need, and one of the biggest things is you need to make sure that your kids, if you have kids or grandkids, are aware of all the crap going on. Mm-hmm. Don't don't rely on the schools to tell you because the schools aren't going to tell these kids about the drugs. What are they going to do? Be, be like Nancy Reagan and be like, just say no. Okay, yeah, just say no. But there's so much peer pressure nowadays with with kids it's like kids don't understand how to live life no but it's like peer pressure is worse now than it was that's just like bullying is worse now than what it was Mm. but peer pressure is terrible well now they got instagram facebook all that exactly so it's like you're gonna get nailed from every which direction if you're a kid in this day and age so yeah learn how to say no But at the same time, you need to be aware of what's going on as far as, okay, the rainbow colored fentanyl. If you look in, somebody hands you something, you're going to think it's a piece of candy. You better pay more attention. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going to give you an example. All the pictures that I've seen of this rainbow fentanyl, uh, they have the letter M on it on one side. And on the other side... It looks like it's got the line where you can cut the pill in half, just like a prescription pill, mm-hmm. and it's got the number 30 on it. So they're marking their own drugs. Yeah. So it's got, I mean, 
all the ones that have been getting seized lately. But then there's is also this thing is they're also seizing people, seizing fentanyl that's not cut into pill form yet. And guess what it looks like? Mm. Sidewalk chalk. Sidewalk chalk. They have it in shapes of sidewalk chalk. The uncut fentanyl is being shipped looking as if it was sidewalk chalk. So now you got to what? Watch out when you go to the Walmart and buy your kid's sidewalk chalk because, you know, they handle this stuff. You can OD just from handling it. Oh, yeah, you can, they say. So the this opiate is I would have to blame the pharmaceutical companies. For even invented this shit. I mean, they they invented it for for a major purpose, but then it went too far. And it seems like it always goes too far. Yeah. I mean, Proxy. Uh, Prince, if I'm not mistaken, we all remember Prince, Purple Rain. Mm-hmm. You know, they said that he OD'd from fentanyl. So the rich people are... This is going from rich to poor, everything. It doesn't matter what scale of the spectrum you are as far as financially Mm -hmm. with this fentanyl. It don't matter. It's hitting everybody. It don't matter. It's just when it when it's a celebrity, it's just going to be more pronounced because it's it's who they are. Mm -hmm. When it's going to be, you know, Steve on the next block, you're not going to freaking hear about that. How, uh, you know, because most of our audience is bikers. How do you feel about somebody being called a biker or motorcycle enthusiast having this kind of shit on them? Just because it was him, it wasn't, it's not everybody. He's just one individual. Agreed. But how do you feel about being labeled like that? How do I? How would you feel being labeled? I'd hate to be compared to somebody like that. Thinking just because he did it that all bikers do it when they don't. You know, we were up in Tomahawk. Yeah. At the rally. Yeah. Everybody having a good time. And there was rides for charity there. Well, the whole thing was based on MS. Yeah. Multiple what? Sclerosis. Yeah, say that twice. Yeah, Fast. MS. Yeah, just stick with that. And then you got bikers over there raising, you know, like the story we just covered, them pop tops for this kid to help out charity. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how much that a biker does or a club does. They're always getting stuck with this stigma for no reason. That's because there's always one bad apple that screws it up for everybody else. And people need people need to just open up their eyes and realize that it's just because just that one person did it doesn't mean all bikers do it. Bikers do a lot of good shit. Problem is, is it doesn't get called out in the media. That's because it don't work for their ratings. No, because they always just want to make everybody look like the bad guys. I mean, heck, I got two news stories here and it they're... It's just people being stupid. What's the first one? I, you know what? You're you, you're a really good news anchor. I got to give you that. <laughs> so what do we got for our first one? This fentanyl stuff, it, it, it just boils my blood. Because those who went through it to see a family member go through it and the effects it has on them, or personally those that have gotten over their addiction... 
Oh, what do we got? Well, I got two news stories that are about stupid people. And there's plenty out there. A 22-year-old sentence or 22-year sentence for a man who fatally stabbed a Popeye's patron who cut in line. That's how bad we're getting now. Well, remember back in 2019, Popeye's came out with that chicken sandwich and it's like you people were hoarding Popeye's to get this chicken sandwich and they kept running out. Well, yeah, I got to admit that Popeye's, I think, is better than KFC. But well, ahead. this guy went and his his name's uh, Rico McCain. That's not a good uh, word to say on a biker channel, Rico. Well, I'm sorry, <laughs> but the guy's name's Rico. And tomorrow he- we're going to be covering uh, the Mongols down in Clarksville. Uh, six guys just got uh, convicted of Rico. But go ahead. Well, this is the guy's name. <laughs> He just got sentenced to 22 years in prison on Monday after killing this man outside Popeye's in Maryland in 2019. Just for a sandwich. Yeah, because he cut in line. He cut in front of them to get these sandwiches. And when it was his turn, they were out. And then he's just so then he went out. He went out into the parking lot. And. Stabbed the guy in the stomach one time because he got his chicken sandwiches and him and his children and his wife did not. And now he's probably going to spend the last uh, the rest of his life. He's spending 22 years. 22 years. A jury found him guilty of second degree murder in April of 2022. All over cutting in line for a freaking chicken sandwich. Tell me that's not stupid. That's insanity. Yep. That's not stupidity. That's insanity. How can people be so stupid? Want another stupid one? Yes. All right. We got another moron. This is New York City. Axe-wielding suspect in McDonald's caught on camera. Rampage released without bail. If it's in Illinois, though, uh, after the first of the year, the dude's going to be able to be released. Yep. So this dumbass, his name's Michael, he's 31, he was released without bail following an arraignment on charges of fourth-degree criminal mischief and possession of weapons charges. Yeah. And these are the type of people they think deserve a second chance. Do you think people deserve a second chance with stuff like this? Well, this guy's wielding an axe in a McDonald's. Really? What the fuck? Did your chicken nuggets come up wrong? What the hell is wrong? What Really? Well, that's what I'm asking. Do people like this? No. I think this, this you don't know what this guy's capable of. I mean, if he's going to take out a damn freaking axe and a McDonald's over probably his damn chicken nuggets or his Big Mac not having enough sauce on it. Because it doesn't really even go into detail on what he, why he did it. Mm-hmm. He just, the, the only thing it talks about is some woman in this McDonald's rejected his advances. So he pulled an axe out of his backpack. Oh, now guys are out there doing that kind of crap? I guess. Really? Oh, Aww. you got denied. He said no. He said no. Just, just really. Well, so you're all butt hurt because 
She, no, she you, rejected your advances, so you're going to take an axe out and damage property inside of a freaking McDonald's? You're a moron. Now, you go to a bar all the time. Yeah. And you've had a scene guys go up to women. Yeah, all the and time. And try to hit on them. Every day. And they get rejected. Yep. How do they act? What have you seen that was like, dude, why are you being a dick? They and get- I've seen that before. A lot of times they'll actually just walk away and just go hit on the next person. But not go around wielding the damn axe. No, they just go move on and go to the next person. I mean, or, you know, you'll hear the typical, oh, she's just a freaking whore, you know. And that's one thing about men. Dude, you get turned down just freaking green. No, no, no. That's one thing I got to admit about men. They're sore damn losers. Because if a woman turns you down, get over it. You have no game. That's what the problem is. They're probably one of those that go around with them stupid pickup lines. And they're laughed at in their face. And then they blame the woman on why they got turned down. Like you said, well, you're a whore. What? I just turned your ass down, so I ain't taking no dick from you. Exactly, but that's like the biggest go-to thing when you get turned down in a bar. When a guy gets turned down in a bar, well, she's just a bitch. She ain't a bitch. You just got dissed because she wasn't interested. Grow up. Mm-hmm. We ain't gonna take. All women aren't gonna take every advance in a bar. Man, women have some taste. I wonder, and I wonder, how does women feel? When you can't even walk down the street without getting whistled at or heckled. It's annoying. You women have to do it all the time. It's annoying. So you know what I started doing? I started heckling back. I don't care. You are a beast. I don't care. But what advice would you give a woman that has to go through this on a daily basis? Because a man's just a jerk off. What would you tell them? Well, my opinion, I'd be like enjoying what they're heckling, but at the same time, mouth back. Don't take their shit. Don't take anybody's shit. Stand up for yourself. You're getting heckled or you're getting somebody's making some nasty comment as you're walking down the road because it's like, let's say, a group of five guys and you're just walking, minding your own business and they start yelling shit at you. Yell back. Those are the type I feel that are the biggest losers. I mean, you got nothing better that to do at your time. the man species. You got nothing better to do at your time than watching women walk by and be like, "Hey, baby, hey, how you doing?" Yeah, I'd be looking <laughs> at, I'd be looking at him going, "I'm fine, but you ain't go away." Geo, I get heckled all the time by these vultures. <laughs> all them guys heckling you. Oh, oh those guys heckling you. I don't think he meant that. Hey, dirty knobs, but I think he meant women. Now, I have seen it when women have heckled guys. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you get worse than we do. And what's even funnier is when you're in a bar and a woman approaches you. Yeah. Is that a banana in your pocket or are you just happy to see me? That's the dumb lines that women use. That's some of the dumb shit people say. Yeah, it's sad. It's depressing. It's like fucking... Hey, let's talk about the first thing that pops up. What the hell? You guys can't come up with anything better. But ain't that a different thing now that women are going up to guys in bars? 
you're going to see more women going up to guys in a bar than you see guys hitting on the women now. Because women, man, they're aggressive. I'm just saying, they're aggressive. See, that's the problem with me, them being aggressive now. I I think when... Okay, don't get me wrong. I think it's, you know, equal rights with all that crap. Women can approach men if they're interested. But sometimes, I don't know. They're they're a little too aggressive. <laughs> and I I'd probably turn I'd probably turn them down. I'd and what's like, even mm-hmm. worse is they're aggressive in bed. Now, the president and CEO of the BNG club, if you don't know what that is, I am the president of that, the blow and go club where you only give them about 2 minutes of your time, you blow and you leave. Mm-hmm. Okay? I don't think that would work with some of these aggressive ones, man. They'll just, like, you know, tear you up. They'll just throw you around. They're dangerous. Yeah, you got to watch out for some of these women. They're dangerous to the male species. What do they call them? Nymphos? Where they want sex all the time? Yeah. A guy says all the time that he wants a nympho as a girlfriend. No, you don't. Hell no, man. (laughs) They'll be milking you dry all day long. You don't want to be milked all day long. And if you say and you I can get, handle that, you can't. You can't. You know what? A guy has trouble enough to getting it back up the second time. If there is a second time, what are you talking? When the hell have we ever had a second time? Well, Duh. you're not getting a second time because, you know, it's I didn't even barely back. get a first. You're like, I'm done. See you later. Going back to work. Yeah. What the hell is that shit? Well, I tell you this all is why, the this time. This is why I make a grocery list. This is what I tell you all the time. Hmm, what do I have to I'm go busy. to? What, what do I have to do today? <laughs> I'm busy. That's what I have to say. I got enough time, get in there, do what I got to do, and get out of there. But these aggressive ones, do you think they got a mental problem? No. no. I do. That's an excuse. There's probably, I'll say maybe a third of the women. Too. A third have a mental problem. I said third. Now, to me, you women are all freaking mental. Uh, okay? <laughs> You're all mental. <laughs> you guys are, too. You just like... No, we yeah. don't show it like you women do. Yeah, we get you, turned We get turned down, man. We get mad. We get angry. Fucker. <laughs> Grumpy. Two minutes. What do you uh, do for the other 90 seconds? <laughs> He I, leaves the room. I leave the room. See you later. Bye. Two minutes, blow, and then get the hell out of there, man. You know, us older guys, man, you know, I have Don't to- say older guys because we've already covered that yesterday. There are guys your age that can totally take two hours worth of it. You are one of a kind. That's all I'm saying. That's because they take the blue pill. They do not, Gio already said. He don't take the blue pill. What's he do? Take a yellow? What the because I know, I know. <laughs> what the fuck's a yellow? I know all damn day. If you have a nymphomaniac, you're not keeping up without a pill. Whoever says they are the lion. No, they're not. It's just you, dude. You're the one that can't handle. Let's see here, homietos, Chase, my hey, man, Chase. Women can't live with them. Can't live without them. But we love. <laughs> Finish it. We love what? Uh, Metcalf or something like that. I can't pronounce. Uh, he put it M E K 
C. Oh man, don't U-F. even stop. Just you're gonna screw that up. Just leave it alone. Leave it alone. <laughs> Either that or he can't spell. I don't know what to tell you. What happens? Whatever. We got an unsolved case today. We want to talk about it's uh, unsolved case Tuesday. Yeah. And you know, yesterday we covered a woman. You know, crazy. That was like shit. a yeah. She was like a. Yeah. She would bake a head. You know, that was serial killer Monday. Yeah. But she would bake or boil a head or something. She cooked the guy's body and tried to feed it to his kids, but the cops broke it. Nasty women, man. Y'all. Anyway, yesterday, no, it was last week sometime I was at Walmart. And now that we're doing these unsolved cases. Did you know you, you, I seen you the last time we I was looking at the missing people. You're looking at all the missing people that are hanging up in Walmart. I and it was that. sad. Yeah. I was like, some of them kids are really young and they've been missing for years and years. Yep. And I'd really like to do something on missing cases because. Well, if, every, time, every time I bring up a missing kids case, you get mad and there are so many of them. No, you when you bring up a missing kids case, it has to do with killing them. I don't like because that. 90- I can't stand it. I'd say at least 90% of the people that are missing nowadays, whether it's an adult or a child, they end up finding them dead. There is only that 10%, in my opinion, that they found find alive. Mm-hmm. Whether it's an adult or a child. Right. But you see where I'm coming from. You know, when you have kids, grandkids, you don't want to hear about that kind of crap. No, you don't want to hear about it, but it's the way life is. It is it, it's what's going on out there. It's like I you, can't you even watch pay, a movie that has to do. You need with to that. pay more. People need to pay more attention to their kids. It's not like it was when we were growing up. It's totally not. Every once in a blue moon, you heard about the guy in the trench coat flashing kids at the park. When I was growing up, that was about it. Or those freaking freaky vans. Well, that's what our kids call rapist vans now. Yeah, rapist vans. The the, van. the, the the vans with like no windows. But I did it. Just amazed me. I'm more conscious my, of it now. My son said, our son said that if, if a van ever pulled up to him, they better offer him free Wi-Fi because that'd be the only way that he'd get in. <laughs> he Most went, other kids as well. It ain't, they don't want no candy or no puppy. They don't care. Give me some free Wi-Fi. Later on in the show, make sure you get uh, your numbers in, 1 to 500, for time to get your porn on, baby. That's going to be coming up right after this story. What do you got? I got the Jeff Davis 8, sometimes called the Jennings 8. It refers to a series of unsolved murders in Jefferson Davis Parish, Louisiana. Let me guess. Eight people were killed. Duh. <laughs> eight women. That's kind of like Richard Specht in Chicago that killed those seven nurses then. But this one I never heard of. Between 2005 and 2009, the bodies of eight women were found in swamps and canals surrounding Jennings, Louisiana. Well, Most- how to in a swamp? Yeah. Wouldn't alligators eat them? Possibly. Most of the bodies were found in such a state of decomposition that it was hard to determine the actual cause of death. Really? Yep. The first victim, Loretta Lewis, 28, was found floating in a river by a fisherman May 20th of 2005. Other victims, Ernestine Patterson, Kristen Lopez, Whitnell, Dubla, yeah, uh, 
Duke Dubois. And there were a couple others. I'm going to totally butcher their names, so I'm not going to say them all. Hey, hooked on on Phonics Hollywood here. Causes of death. Well, two of them had their throats slit, and other bodies were too advanced in decomp, but they assume asphyxiation was the cause of death. Right. They... Brown's investigative work reveals many tangled connections between the victims and the suspects and the police. Most victims knew each other as well. You know what I wonder sometimes? Hmm. Has I Maybe it was the Green River Killer. Wasn't he an ex-cop? I don't know. I think so. I got to research that if there's cops that are serial killers. Of course there are. And the funny thing is some of these people were related by blood, such as um, two, two that were killed were cousins. Mm-hmm. Two of them were cousins. Grumpy just said he used to uh, deliver in Jennings. Well, hopefully not during that time here. Are you a suspect? Are you a suspect, uh, grumpy man? You know, <laughs> you say you're a grumpy bastard. Did they piss you off or something? Well, see, some of the things, all the women served as informants for the police. Really? That is the one thing that they had in common. This sounds like a cop that did it then. Well, Kristen Lopez. How did they, wouldn't they known it was an informant? Mm -hmm. Um, Let me, me, hold on. Kristen Lopez, one of the victims, was present when the police shot and killed a drug dealer in 2005 along with several individuals connected to the Jefferson or to the, to the eight mm-hmm. in the case. And including a guy named Alvin Bootsy Lewis, who fathered a child of the victim that was a victim. Also brother-in-law of the first victim. So everybody seems to be related or seen something. And according to this, that they were all informants. So all eight women were informants to the cops. Then it had to be a cop. It had to be. Well, in December of 2008, a task force consisting of 14 federal, state, and local law enforcement agencies were formed to solve the killings. From the outset, the task force was searching for a serial killer. However, Brown's recent investigative work exposed the connection between everyone, which was the victims, suspects, and the police cast doubt on the theory that the the Jeff Davis 8 is work of a serial killer. Oh, bullshit. They said it's, he says it's not. How is it not if they were all freaking informants and they all knew each other? How is not that a serial killer? Well, because he's casting doubts because of all the things that he found. Huh. Like the task force investigative reports revealed a series of witnesses interviews in which local law enforcement were implicated in the murders. See, I told you, man, you can't trust a cop. Statements from two female inmates portrayed suspects working with the sheriff's office to dispose of evidence in one of the cases. Mm -hmm. However, the sergeant took statements, was forced out of his job. And the allegations were ignored by law enforcement. Go figure. Yep. 
the suspects. Police have arrested and or issued warrants for the arrest of four people in connection with this case. Two people are held on merger murder charges for merger charges. Merger. What are they? Merging with a business? Yeah. Murder charges for months before being released due to lack of evidence. Frankie Richard, a strip club owner and suspected drug dealer, admitted to being a crack addict and having sex with most of the victims. He was among the last ones seen with one of the victims. So it might be him. Law enforcement. Were they strippers there? No, it doesn't. They they were just people. Well, yeah. Well, you know what? Strippers are just people, too. It doesn't say if they were strippers. It's just that he slept with some of them. Well, they probably, you know, got some money in exchange. Yeah. I'm telling you, strippers are like that, man. Well, they said law enforcement's own witnesses have connected Frankie Richard to the sheriff's office. The two female inmates who stated the sheriff's office disposed of evidence in the Lopez case alleged that the evidence (laughs) (laughs) was discarded to be to uh, make it where it didn't look like it was this guy Richard's. Oh, man. It's time to cruise with your sex drive. Grab onto your clutch, put your mind in the air for masturbation and sexual stimulation. Dare you to tell the truth and get your ass out of neutral. It's time to get your porn. Time to get your porn on, baby. We got to lighten the mood, man. You you know, that was uh, a messed up story right there. That's craziness. It happens. Eight. Reminds me of Richard Speck. Yeah. Eight women. Uh, Rob, 444. 444, okay. Triple four, man. Don't they got a, like a show coming out? Uh, what is it? Uh, four sixes or something like that. It's like, uh, the yellow zone spinoff. It's supposed to be a good one, man. I gotta, I I gotta see when that's coming on. Are you ready? I'm ready. What do we got? Do you still have the urge to have sex with your ex? Hell freaking no. That's why she's my ex. Are you crazy? I feel sorry for the guy that has to be with her. An ex is an ex for a reason. (laughs) There's no damn way. No. No. Hell no. I wouldn't even want a blowjob from her. And I'm a blowjob wanting person. No, 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 no. 63. There ain't no damn way. No. Who the hell wants to know some shit like that? What do we got for 63? That is, or no, actually it is uh, 64 with Geo. No, 63, dirty knobs, and then 64. (laughs) okay enough with the laughing what do we got do you like doing sex under a blanket or on top of one i like it on top i don't those two minutes those two minutes i like uh, on top oh god you know so you don't like to be under the covers when you have sex no it's only when it smells you know the cooter pocket oh my god then you gotta throw something over it yeah but if you put a blanket over it it's gonna just make it worse Stupid. No, not if you airtight it. Oh, God. Can you imagine what the old men had to go through back in the, you know, the day, you know, when women didn't bathe all the time? 
that must have been some stinky cooter pocket. Blech. That's maybe why they didn't go down on each other back then. What did they used to call blowjobs back then? Fallacia? Something like that. Fallacia? Yeah. You're stupid. You imagine if I time traveled back to, say, 1870. And I go into a whole house. A whole house? <laughs> and I say, I want a blowjob. They're just going to look at me stupid. Because they didn't know what it was. Nope. <laughs> 64. How many times can you do it in a single day? Two How? minutes. <laughs> one time. Two, not even one time. I call it the half. It's not even a half. That's what what I, the, no, it's the half pump. It's not even worth my time. Really? Yeah. Two minutes? Come on. Uh, uh, two pump chump. No. Is that why you use that thing for two hours? And I found out why the other one broke. <laughs> I finally found out. My son stole it and used it in his pocket pussy and carried it around in his room like a fucking popsicle. <laughs> My kid's fucking weird, man. <laughs> He's like, I wanted to see what would happen. 99. What do we got for 99? Name a celebrity you would have a one night stand with. I hate to say this because people are going to laugh here. I'm going to laugh. But I hate. Because I already know. I hate her politics. Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano, baby. See, I told you I already knew. I grew up with her. uh, She's the same age. On who's the boss. On who's the boss. But uh, you know what? Looking at her lips and them crease in her lips. Oh, my God. What is with your perception of women with creases in their lips? They give good head. That's not always true. Oh, bull. They Uh, give good head because their lips are freaking creased and it's wide open. You're gross. They must have stuck a lot down that throat. But Alyssa Milano is hotter than freaking hot, okay? Who would you do? Matthew McConaughey? Yes. (laughs) Jason Momoa. (laughs) Jason Momoa? You do him? Hell yeah! Oh my god, yes! And we're Sos. He's like friends with him. <laughs> Thanks, Sos. I'm wearing your bandana. Stole it from Hollywood. You're welcome. Uh, 72 Grizz. What do we got for 72 here? <laughs> Have you ever wanted to play, <laughs> play police kidnapper in your room? <laughs> police kidnapper in a room? What the hell is that? Me, I'd say please take her out of this house. <laughs> Basically, I don't know. Get rid of her. I don't want to see her. Pretend like you're kidnapping your spouse and, you know, yeah, I don't know. That's some sick shit. People do that shit. Yeah. That's worse than a guy with the the, the woman. People do that stuff. They actually have and they actually have this website or an app or something where you can actually go through this thing and you can have like your girlfriend or your boyfriend or husband or wife or whatever kidnapped. Now that's some bad shit right there. That's yeah, you can scary. have it kidnapped, have them kidnapped, and basically like freak them the crap out, and then they bring them to you. Ain't that illegal? Probably, but people do it. It's sick. I would say that's dangerous. And well, it is nowadays because you never know. You might be sending somebody to kidnap your wife for, for a good time, and she might tase them. <laughs> Chase wants to hit your uh, cooter pocket. Uh, what? <laughs> yes, she. He wants to. He wants to hit China now. Hey, uh, bring it. 
Benjamin Shadow. He wants Reese Witherspoon. Welcome over, Bruin Hell. Uh, he just found us on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> How did I become a celebrity? Well, that's cool. <laughs> Thanks, Chase. He <laughs> wants the berry in your cooter pocket. Bring it. Couldn't handle it. <laughs> no. You're talking to somebody that gets the two-pump chump. So, yeah. No, you better be going for two hours like my toy or else it ain't happening. It ain't happening, huh? Two hours, minimum. What about 62? What I'm a- wait, waiting for you to say 69, and I'm like, yeah, I ain't got the energy 69, 69, you know, that is like so 80s. It is. I ain't got the time for that. 69. It's it, it's a good number, but it, I mean it's a good number, but you know I ain't got the time for who's gonna be on top. Who's gonna sure be the hell the ain't me? That's too much work. It's way too much work. And then too if you got work. a smelly cooter pocket, you know it might smell like fish and taste like chicken. They say no. I I think it's the opposite, man. It's rotten pork. Oh yes, it's rotten pork. <laughs> Gross. Come on, I know you've eaten rotten pork before. No, I do like you guys do. I do the smell test. No, I'm not stupid. (laughs) (laughs) When in doubt, sniff it out. And if it ain't good, send it away. I like that one. (laughs) That's a t-shirt right there. That's kind of like I'm going to punch you in the mouth t-shirt. With me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I got what now? 62. Oh, man. What? Did I pick a stupid number? Yeah. You didn't pick it. That was Grizz, right? 62. And have you ever gotten horny in a cemetery? Who the hell gets horny in a cemetery? I don't know. He picked it. Who the hell? uh, Is that another freakish sex thing? Well, at least you know they're not watching. Or maybe they are. (laughs) There might be ghosts. They could be watching. Oh my goodness gracious. Do, 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 do. 77. What do you got for 77? Have you ever tried to get naughty under a table? I've well, had, you know what? I've who had, doesn't play footsie? No, I've had a hand job under a table while I was eating. Well, who was that with? That was when I was in high school. That, oh. she, I I, yeah. I mean, I mean, the most I've ever done under a table was like I'd take my shoe off and like rub somebody's junk with my foot. That's it. Yeah, that's about it. No hand job. No. Nah. What are you giving blue balls for? Because usually I'm across the table, not next to them. Why wouldn't you be next to the person? Because usually when you get to sit, sit at a table and it's for two, I just sit across from them. It's just a habit. I don't want to sit next to them. Uh, Big Red at the bar in a booth head was it outstanding. Hell yeah, man. He played a Motley Crew. You're going to be one of those ones that gets arrested for masturbating in a bar because it seems to be a thing now. Hell yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, guys and gals, we'll see you tomorrow live right here. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to uh, the Motorcycle Madhouse radio channel. This is where the podcast is right now. You can hear the replays over on all your major podcast platforms.